Welcome to Investing, Earning, Living podcast. Your hosts, Marika and Marek, who went from nothing to multimillionaires in their early 30s, will show you how you can invest more, earn more, and live more. How you can go from zero to a multimillionaire through strategizing, diversifying, and increasing your earning potential. Invest more, earn more, live more. So, hi, hello, Diamond. How are you? Hello, I'm doing very well. How about you? Very well, thank you. Welcome to Investing Earning Living Podcast. Thank you for agreeing to be interviewed by us. Thanks for inviting me. And for all listeners who don't know about Damien, Damien is a very wealthy individual. Uh, he started in property in UK. Um, and from there, he decided that uh, he saw um, more financial benefit in financial trading. So he's a financial expert in trading, and he specializes especially in Forex and crypto. Damien, again, thank you very much for being a guest in our podcast. And uh, we, I would like to ask a simple question. How did you get, what was the journey? Can you tell us a little bit about us so all the listeners can, can find out a bit of background, where you're from, how did you get here, and why did you decide to change to financial trading? Because I know you you even uh, written your own book about properties. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So please, uh, you know, give us your story. What, what was the journey and what, what, what are the main reasons for you to change from, from property into financial trading? So, yes, when I was uh, 16 years old, I came to the UK. Uh, I'm from Poland. Uh, and yeah, I came with zero English. I couldn't speak a word of English. I had to go to school. Uh, to uh, sixth form, uh, it was really really tough times, you know. But yeah, started a little business. Which first first business was gardening, uh, and then had a couple of more businesses. I was working as well. When the business didn't work out, I had to take some jobs, you know. But sometimes you got to do whatever it takes to 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 get where you want to be. Uh, it's a short term sacrifice for the long term gains, basically. So yeah, one one time I came across an ad for a seminar um, to invest in property, how to invest with no money. And I started with uh, property investing, um, got very successful. Um, I've written a book about it, started teaching people how to do the same. Uh, a lot of my students achieved a lot of success as well, uh, but that was taking a lot of my time uh, and dealing with tenants, all that kind of stuff. Even though the business was systemized, we had virtual assistants in the Philippines, it was still taking a lot of my time, uh, and I didn't wanna, didn't wanna do that anymore. Uh, for me, it was better to get into the financial trading, have a computer, you know, and deal with the computer rather than deal with people. <laughs> so yeah, I would rather do that. Uh, just um, analyze the charts. So yeah. Also, when I started in a property, that was back in 2014. Uh, the same year, I started um, forex trading, uh, and yeah, um, and I saw how much opportunities there are in the in the um, forex market. How much money you can make, and literally, you know, it could take you 15, 15 minutes to to one hour maximum to analyze the charts and put put the the trades. Uh, and I thought this is the way forward, you know. But what changed from property to forex and financial trading was 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 the time basically that I was I was trading my time for money. And I didn't really like that. Uh, so yeah, but the major, major shift uh, 
when I had previous businesses like online florist, you know, gardening, was that I didn't have mentors at that time. And what I've noticed is that is you need to learn before you earn, basically. So you need to invest into your financial education because you are the biggest asset. So invest in yourself first and then do business. It's easier, it's quicker. And this is what I did. This is why in property, I achieved a lot of success because I learned from the best. And the same with Forex and cryptocurrency. I have, I have mentors as well and people that taught me a lot of things. So yeah, uh, that's my journey uh, in a short shortcut. <laughs> no problem. And um, what has accelerated your wealth and when did it happen? Was it one year ago, one month ago? Was it five years ago? What actually accelerated your wealth? Because I know, I mean, I've met you many times personally and we had many, many drinks. So I actually know what you're doing and, um, and I know how successful you are. Uh, but for all the listeners, what what actually accelerated your wealth and uh, what made you to decide then from Forex to go into crypto? Yeah, so basically the most of the money that was made, to be honest with you, is, is cryptocurrency actually, uh, Forex and then cryptocurrency. Uh, I made a lot of money in property, but that, that's nothing comparing to how much I made in, in the cryptocurrency. Uh, it's We're talking about tens of thousands of, of percent of return. That's that's how big returns you can make in cryptocurrency. You can't do that in property. Uh, property is more like a long-term game. Uh, it, it's good because it's an income-producing asset. It brings you money every single month, plus it increases in value. But for me, cryptocurrency was, was, was even bigger. I saw a lot of opportunities. Uh, I saw that this market is increasing rapidly. And this is the this is the investment I want to be involved in. And yeah, I mean, some of the invest so some of the returns that I've received from cryptocurrency are like even sixteen to twenty thousand percent on some of the projects. Uh, but you need to find the right projects, obviously. And some 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 projects might only do two hundred percent or six hundred percent. But it is about what kind of um, projects you invest in. You need to do the research. Um, so yeah, Forex was good. It was making a lot of money, but comparing to cryptocurrency, again, it's, it's a big difference. It's a, it's a massive shift. Yeah. 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 So I, I know you, you helping quite a lot of other people's in investing in crypto, like uh, your parents right. and so on. And I know they invested little money and you've taken out 200,000 out of it. Um, I believe a couple of months ago for them. So, so it's good that you're helping others as well. Now, what, yeah. um, what technologies is about cryptocurrency? Because like person like myself who only invest, you know, in, in stock, Forex, um, I know, you know me myself, I've got a huge portfolio, but my specialty is gold, silver, and precious metals. Um, so for those who have no idea like myself about cryptocurrency, what is the technology behind it? Why so many tokens and coins disappear from the market? What, what is the reason? What, what can we find out? Can you give us some golden tips on it? Yeah, the technology behind um, cryptocurrency is blockchain. Blockchain is the main technology. It's like, imagine you got yourself into the internet internet um, hype, you know, when it was Amazon, a Tesla, when you bought Amazon or Tesla back in the days, you put even a thousand, two thousand dollars, you could turn that money into like a lot of, you, you could make a lot of percent based, based, based on, on investing in those stocks. So blockchain is, a, is like, Internet 2.0, basically. So it's a very secure network. And even a 
Bitcoin is designed in a way that it the transactions are very secure. It's a very secure network because it's on a blockchain and the transactions are confirmed by thousands, you know, of computers across the globe. And whichever computer uh, basically solves the mathematical problem, very complex mathematical mathematical problems, receives the uh, certain percentage of Bitcoin uh, for doing that. Because you know, when you it's called mining. So when I send Bitcoin to you, there is a there is a, uh, there are thousands of computers that want to confirm the transaction. Whichever confirms first receives the um, certain amount of cryptocurrency, which is mined. It's a new, it becomes a, as a new new supply, you know, because it, in in Bitcoin you only have 21 million uh, uh, supply in existence. Like at the moment, it's about 18, 18 and a half, I think, million. But in the future, the maximum will be 20, 21 million. There will never be many, many more uh, Bitcoin. Uh, so when I send Bitcoin to you, there is someone that mines it, and then new supply, new supply of Bitcoin comes into place. And every halving happens in um, four four years. Halving is basically the future supply is cut in half. That's how you control inflation, because rather than increase, increasing the 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 supply, you decreasing the supply. Because every four years, the um, supply is cut in half. So for example. A uh, couple of years ago, the when we started, it was you could mine 50 Bitcoin per block. One block is a uh, transactions verified, and it happens, happens every 10 minutes. So back then it was 50. Then after four years, it was um, 25. Then it was 12, 12 and a half. And at the moment we are at uh, six point, uh, I think 6.25. And that happens. So every six and six point two five bitcoins are mined every ten minutes, basically. So during the day, during twenty four hours, the new new bitcoin supply is a nine, about nine hundred bitcoin. We get mined every single day. Okay. I mean, bitcoin is very very famous, and uh, everyone knows bitcoin. Are, are probably ninety old grandma you know somewhere in the middle of nowhere she already knows that her grand grandson has a bitcoin um <laughs> but is that the only coins uh, you invest in or do you invest in any other cryptos as well uh no i invest in uh, many many other bitcoins but i think bitcoin i think is just a gate gateway basically so is the is the first coin that was introduced by a known person satoshi nakamoto either a person or a, a group of people um, they call themselves Satoshi Nakamoto, so it's, it's unknown. And a very good thing about this is that Bitcoin is um, it's uh, decentralized, so nobody can shut it down. There is no way to shut it down because there is no entity behind it. Nobody knows who it is. So there are different currencies like Ethereum, for example. And Ethereum, I think, is is big. It's the second second biggest coin. And on Ethereum, there are a lot of projects built. So, for example, when you have um, iPhone and you have the iOS. And you can um, start a company and put your application onto the iOS uh, network, right? So the same happens with Ethereum. So you can build different projects on it, on the on their chain, and then uh, that is decentralized as well. So that means that there's there's not many people controlling it. You know, like with Apple. If they don't like it, they can shut you down, basically. And Ethereum is still a little bit centralized. We know the people that are behind the projects, but the more the more people that are into Ethereum, the more 
people um, have, the, the more coins that people have, it becomes uh, more decentralized, basically. So Bitcoin was a, uh, sorry, Ethereum uh, was a, do you have a proof of stake and proof of work? So proof of work is like Bitcoin when you mine coins. So like the computers mine it basically into have a computer into use electricity and then that's how the computers confirm the transactions. So Ethereum is, um, it was, uh, it still is, uh, that's called proof of work when you need to do a certain amount of work to confirm mm. the transactions, it's mm. switching into the proof of stake. So for example, if you hold Ethereum, if you hold some coins, you could be a validator. You could stack the coins and make a percentage, you know, uh, let's say, I don't know, 10% in, in one year. So you could be making passive income from that. And you, you'll be the kind of people that, that will basically control the network. The more people uh, stack their coins, the more, the more validators there are and the more decentralized it becomes. So the founders have less control, basically. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. And yeah, in terms of, of other projects, uh, why invest in other projects? Because if you bought Bitcoin back uh, in 2009, 2010 for a dollar, you know, that's astonishing. I'm out of return. We look. So how much there. is Bitcoin worth in today's market? Uh, today it dropped a little bit. It was uh, at the six sixty-five thousand uh, dollars per per one. Uh, I think two days ago, when um, uh, first company crypto uh, cryptocurrency exchange um, Coinbase went uh, public, and they did direct listing uh, at the value of uh, one hundred billion. So mm. <laughs> it's it's a lot, and uh, comparing to let's say BP, the oil company, is actually worth less than Coinbase. So let that sink for a second, you know? Yeah. BP that has been in, in the industry for such a long time, oil company is worth less than Coinbase, you know? So there is yeah. definitely a future in, in cryptocurrency. For the cryptocurrency. Uh, so yes. what would you so, say, because so many projects just collapses after a few weeks, days, because they don't have a background or, or they're not supported by anything. The, why yeah. there's so many projects being created in the first place and why do they collapse? A lot of projects are, there are a lot of scams uh, in the industry. There was, a, there was a hype back in 2017, it was called ICOs, so initial coin offerings. So it's like IPO, but the ICO. So like you didn't have to be really regulated to, to launch a coin, anyone could launch a coin. And the, basically what you need to do when you invest in any project, you need to dig really deep into the project and you need to know who is behind the project. Who really, what kind of problem are they solving? That's first thing, who is behind it? Is it somebody that worked for Apple, Microsoft or, or any other big company? Or is it someone that nobody knows anything about? and they just want to make a quick buck and then run away with your money basically mm. so there are a lot of icos uh, that failed um they prom because it is a cryptocurrency a lot of projects are they don't have the actual use it, the project is it doesn't have actual use basically it's a, a lot of promises that something will happen in the future you know but the reason they failed is some of the projects they want to achieve something that's not that, that is not achievable basically right and yeah they just raise the money and you know they run away with it most of them they they raise the money in in ethereum um so then they just sell it dump it on the market run away with your money um 
so yeah you you need to you need to research the project and the team team uh, okay brilliant well thank you and um when did you start your journey in crypto uh, that was between 2006 and 2007, the end of 2006 and beginning of 2017. Um, actually, it's a quite a, quite a funny thing because in 2014, um, I was renting in a, a room to some guy and he told me about Bitcoin. And I think it was sitting around $300, <laughs> uh, $300, $400. And I said, I, was, uh, I just started in property uh, back then, was, yeah, that time. And then all I all I knew was property, and I, I thought this is the best business, you know. Uh, you can't yeah. go wrong. With it. Uh, and I just tried to focus on that, and I I told him uh, that Bitcoin is a scam. <laughs> and in a matter of month, we went from uh, I think uh, three hundred fifty to five hundred five hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that was shocking. That was shocking. I thought you know it's gonna pop up. It's gonna be a bubble. It's gonna drop, and you know it's gonna be like a tulip mania. Okay. Uh, uh, go to zero but during during so, that so from a guy years. so from a guy saying to people that crypto is a scam now you became an expert <laughs> exactly okay. exactly yeah coming back to your question uh, i didn't answer fully why i invest in other other cryptocurrencies because bitcoin if you invested one dollar uh now it's worth sixty thousand. all the gains are already made you know yeah they, they could maybe go 10x but if you're looking at the one uh, ten thousand percent, twenty thousand percent returns. You need to invest in smaller coins because it's easier to push a smaller coin in a in a market cap than is a big one. So you put, let's say, uh, I don't know, fifty hundred thousand, and you can put a small coin that is uh, on on coin market cap on let's say six hundredth place mm. or five hundred place. You mm. can you can put it a hundred or two hundred percent in a day, basically. You know, so. Wow. This is why you need to search for the smaller projects that have a smaller market cap. Let's say, um, I think a five million, five million, ten million uh, uh, dollar market cap uh, it's, is is the right one uh, to invest. And you you got to make sure that this project is is legit. It's uh, it's a good project that solves the problem. So this is why I invest invest in other coins. Uh, I switch to other coins. I still have some Bitcoin, but uh, you know uh, I believe uh, that uh, other coins that have a, have a very good uh, fundamentals. Have a good team behind, and then I know exactly what they do. Uh, I know that I can basically make a lot of money from that, and then uh, switch it to Bitcoin, basically, because oh, Bitcoin is the end goal at the end of, at the end of the day. So you want to accumulate as much as much Bitcoin as you can. So make the huge gains from other cryptocurrencies, and then switch it back to Bitcoin. I get it. I get it. And um, you mentioned market cap. What is it? Because most listeners won't know what is market cap. Yeah. Uh, so basically, um, there's a uh, there's a, a website called Coin Market Cap, and you have a list of all the coins. There's probably around two thousand coins, and uh, the whole market cap of the of the coin, for example, it's basically that there. Let's say there is a hundred million of supply of the coin. Yeah. Yeah. And then one coin costs uh, one dollar. You know. So the market cap in that case will be. Uh, 100 million, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the market cap of the coin. So the supply times the times the price that is trading um, I see. right now. I see. So when you when you look, for example, some people say, "Oh, Dogecoin, you know, is a meme coin." 
some people make huge money. That was my first coin I bought back in 2016, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so I just bought it. Uh, I still made a um, huge amount of money from it. Um, but for example, some people are thinking, let's say, because Dodges today are trading at 30 cents. Uh, they thinking, okay, if it let's say it goes to 10% of Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin supply, right? Uh, Bitcoin, sorry, market cap, yeah, is impossible. It, this is never going to happen. You have to look at the at the uh, basically the supply of the whole coin, and then you have to times it by the by the trading uh, price at that time, and then see what price you come up with. It, it will never go to that price. It is impossible because if Bitcoin is a at the one, let's say over a trillion dollar, the whole whole market market of the of, of Bitcoin is one trillion. You know, like in in order for Dogecoin to be worth even a thousand dollars, which is impossible, it will have to be like I don't know, hundred times more than than the whole Bitcoin, <laughs> uh, yeah, total market cap basically. So maybe maybe Dogecoin will go to one dollar, two dollars, let's say. But it will never go to people thinking, oh, if it goes to 10% of, of Bitcoin, I'll be I'll be making millions. It's never gonna happen. It can maybe go to one or two dollars, ten dollars in the, I don't know, 10 years, maybe. Okay. So we have to so what is total, total, what is total. dependent on the cryptocurrency price? What is it dependent of? I think it's a is a um, basically demand and you know, people need people need to need to buy and people need to sell. So like there, there there's it's definitely based on demand. Okay. Um, if so you look the at more Bitcoin, people buy a certain coin, the more price yeah. is going to be worth. Somebody needs to buy it, and somebody needs to sell it. You know, if if those two things are not not happening, then you know, obviously, uh, it will it will be in the same place. Um, Bitcoin is a little bit different because it's a it's a scarce asset. You have a limited supply of twenty million. There will never be more. Some coins you'll be you'll be actually quite surprised what even the top coins um, that are in the first ten. Uh, what kind of things they write in the white paper? White paper is basically a structure that explains the, the coin, what this coin is going to do, um, how, how much uh, percentage the founders uh, keep to themselves and stuff like that. So, for example, you look at Ripple, yeah? Uh, Ripple uh, they, it's, it's a coin that's, um, that is um, launched by the ex-bankers and they have 60% of the total supply. Of this coin, mm. so what does this? What does it tell you? It tells you that they can dump, they can dump anytime. They and the price will will be affected. Even they said that they that the the money they make um, for Ripple is basically by selling selling those coins. <laughs> so yeah. you got to really you got to really research because even that is one of the top projects. It does not mean it's good project. I don't. I'm not saying that you cannot make money from it. But if they dump it, you know, it can go to 90, 90% down, you know, it, yeah. it can happen. So you need to read the white paper. And also what they put in the uh, white paper, it says that they can freeze your money. With Bitcoin, mm. nobody can freeze it. They can freeze your money. They can back roll the chain. So if there was a hack somehow, if there was a, um, I don't know, something uh, wrong with the code, they can actually roll back the chain and they can retrieve back the transactions, you know, like this should not happen, basically. So it's 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 fully decentralized. Yeah. So so basically, do your own due diligence. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know some coins. They they uh, have, for example, there's a coin called Coty, 
And in the white paper, they actually put small letters that they can actually, in, if they wanted, they could double the supply in the future. Right. And on the coin microcap, it says the supply is only like, I don't know, a couple of billion, but the, in the white paper, they say they can double it. I so know. would you say this market can be manipulated then by other influencers? Yes, it can be. Yeah, it can be. And have you seen it? Have you seen it being manipulated? Because I know you you hang around with huge influencers yeah. in cryptocurrency. Um, you yourself with other huge networks, you communicate with them all the time. So have you seen that some coins being manipulated? And obviously you get in lots of tips from, from other guys in the industry. And you yeah. give lots of tips out to your students as well. Yeah. Um, but simple question: can it be man manipulated and how? it can be manipulated yeah we see manipulation all the time it only takes about i think uh, 100 million 100 only you know for us it could be a huge amount but for for the entities like you know let's say grayscale or microstrategy um in order to push bitcoin one percent is about 100 i think 100 100 million dollars to do that you know so they can afford to do that and there's a huge manipulation happening they do that for a few reasons uh, they put um, short on leverage for example to short the market mm. and then they buy the actual bitcoin same thing is happening with silver some same thing is happening with gold you know very well people shorting the market they and they buy the physical physical asset and, and there are a lot of groups uh, on instagram uh, a lot of groups on uh, like telegram actually pumping and dumping the coins you know <laughs> so today they say they, they say they're gonna pump let's say dogecoin they pump it by you know a few hundred percent uh, and then in the same day they dump it. So some people will be making money and some people will be losing at the same time. A lot of a lot of manipulation is happening. But the the bigger the market cap, let's say of Bitcoin, for example, if it goes to 10 trillion, now it's about I think over over a trillion, um, the whole whole market cap of, of Bitcoin. When it goes to 10 trillion, 100 trillion, that's the ultimate goal to go to 100 trillion uh, market cap of the whole whole Bitcoin. It will be harder to manipulate. You will not be able to to put the, push the price uh, by one percent of hundred million. You might need a couple of billions, basically. Mm. So the more Bitcoin is adopted, the more we um, innovate and the more the more we we grow. Basically, the the more the network grows, it will be harder to manipulate. So there is a manipulation. It's still easy to manipulate. Uh, it's still a small market. It's not like the stock market. You can still manipulate it, but you need a huge amount of money. Uh, with cryptocurrency, you you don't really need that that amount of money. To amount money. of money. So okay. it's, it's happening. It's happening. But every single dip is bought at the moment. So whenever Bitcoin dips, all the entities they they buy it straight away, basically. So when it dips, they buy it straight. Away. What does it tell you? It tells you that there's a huge inflation coming, and they just don't want to hold the dollars. They is losing value. Uh, funny thing, uh, I just looked at the statistics uh, yesterday and 35% of the whole supply of dollar was created back in 2020. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The creation of money is another topic. Eh? Okay, so you also mentioned the mining. So for those who have no idea about cryptocurrency, you know, I'm aware of it, how, how the technology uh, is produced and how it's being mined, but... Some people might think you need to take a pickaxe and go somewhere and start digging for this Bitcoin. How, what, what is it? What is this mining that you're talking about? Yeah, so mining is basically, um, as I said, when I send Bitcoin to you, 
somebody needs to confirm the transactions. So there are thousands of computers uh, around the globe that are trying to, to solve the mathematical mathematical problem. And uh, it's a complex mathematical problem. And whichever computer has the more, most hash power, it basically wins. And the, the better computer that you have, and you can solve that problem, you get a certain certain amount of Bitcoin. And that's that's the future supply created, basically. So that's that's Bitcoin mining. And you need to have a good computer, and you need to use energy. Uh, very good uh, graphics, uh, very good computers. There are computers that cost you know a couple couple of thousand pounds. It's, it's not a not a computer like laptop. You can you cannot mine that with, with just just a normal laptop. You know, back in the days, uh, I actually know somebody that was uh, uh, mining fifty Bitcoin Bitcoin a day with just a simple simple laptop. But wow. it, now now you need you need a good very so you're good saying coin. basically the longer the longer the coin is on the market the harder it's to mine it because the calculation made by the computers uh need to spend so much more energy and time to actually for, uh, get that calculation right yeah i mean it, the more the more um the more halvings you have you know when the when the future supply is cut in the half then the harder it is the harder it is to mine and the difficulty so after the halving for example you know a lot of a lot of uh, miners they they drop out uh, because uh, they get half half less of of the of the rewards and the um, electricity is it's is the same expensive as it was or even more expensive so then the difficulty adjustment gets um, gets adjusted basically every 14 days difficulty gets adjusted of mining so yeah. the more people there are you know, the, then the the um, yeah the harder it is. You know, the less people there are, the easier it gets. So when the the, the other people drop out, it's easy to it's easier to mine my Bitcoin, and then that's how that's how it works basically. So you making tons of thousands and thousands of pounds on well and dollars in in cryptocurrency. Why not just mine them your own coins? Okay, I'll tell you why. Uh, and I've been listening to a lot of uh, like uh, very very big crypto crypto influencers, and that guy that was mining uh, fifty bitcoins a day, that time, he said that it will be better for him to actually actually buy those bitcoins rather than mining it because he reinvested that money that he made into new equipment, and then he had to pay for electricity, new equi new equipment. And new equipment. If you have to uh, put three, four thousand dollars into a new computer, plus the electricity, I think you you'll be you'll be better off uh, buying the actual Bitcoin rather than mining it. Uh, so I think it's, so it's where where do they mine all those cryptos now? What countries or what what places? I mean, obviously, it's it must be beneficial beneficial summer to mine. Um, yeah. I've heard that China and Russia is mining quite a lot. I don't know if that's a true one. I'm asking an expert here. Where would be more beneficial for someone who is interested in mining? Where would be better to mine it? Yeah, I mean, uh, China, I think, is, is, is dominating, actually. You know, they, most of the hash power. Hash power is basically controlling the network. Um, most of the hash power is controlled by, by uh, China at the moment. Uh, a lot in Russia. A lot of people are mining in Iceland because it's, um, it's cheap to mine um is it because so, of the cold weather or or the the I think the, I think they, they use this um this um the windmill wind was it called yeah uh, windmills 
yeah, they use data thing, and then so basically they 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 mine it very cheaply, you know, uh, in some cases for free, you know, even with a solar panel. But it's the hash power is very important. So the more most hash power you you control, the the quicker you can you can mine basically. So um, for for a small person like me and you, it's 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 really hard to mine coins, you know, like that. It's mm. for me, it doesn't make sense. It it is not as profitable as me buying Bitcoin or trading Bitcoin. Uh, Unless I have hundreds of computers uh, and I have a cheap access to to electricity. Okay, okay, I understand. And so, what's the hash power? It's not a hash button on your phone, is it? <laughs> hash power is uh, basically the uh, how much how much the it's it's really hard it's really hard to to explain it, but it's basically. Um, Hash power is uh, control of the network, basically. Like the most hash power you have, you, you control the most of the network. You know, we had we had uh, situations uh, on Ethereum Classic, for example, when somebody uh, had 50, 51% of the hash power, they 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 could actually um, there was a hack. So there was a 51% uh, hash power hack. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. one one entity has 51% of the whole hash power, which I don't think will ever happen. Uh, they can. They can do very big damages yeah. to the network. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for explaining that. It's just you know, uh, this post- podcast is for all type of um, investing, earning, and living strategies. So, so for beginners and very, uh, very experienced uh, experience investors as well. So, so the more sort of knowledge we give them out, the, the better they are. So, if you are starting right now, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a beginner. What advice would you give to someone starting in crypto with having pretty much no money or little money? Um, first, uh, learn before you earn. That's number one. Uh, you gotta, you gotta basically. I recommend reading uh, Bitcoin, the Bitcoin Standards book. Uh, you need to know what Bitcoin is, uh, how it can benefit you, and like learn everything about cryptocurrency in general. Uh, start maybe with uh, buying a Bitcoin forum for let's say 100 pounds and then you see how it grows you know when you wake up the next day and you see uh that your bitcoin is worth 120 uh, and you put 100 pounds and you you actually start believing in, in into it more uh so that's 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 one of the most important thing is is, is to learn and then invest maybe a small small amount of money and you should only invest as much as you are willing to use to, to lose sorry uh it's still a new technology um so for me the most important thing is to is to to learn before you earn basically um i know i've i've got uh, i've got friends that i told them um uh, what projects they should buy some of them were turning uh, one guy um put 240 dollars turn it into 10,400 in less than a year. Wow. So you can see the, the kind of... Yes, kind so of with with little yeah. effort, they could... Yeah I, friends, yeah, I have friends that I told them they, they start with a couple of thousands. They're at the good six figures at the moment. So, um, yeah, so I mean, the more... We're talking money, thousands of thousands of pounds. We, we're we're talking thousands, yeah, we're talking thousands of, 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 of dollars. And we're talking, um, you know, shifts... Of, of your portfolio could shift in uh, 10% up or 10% down in the day. So that's that's crypto. Crypto, welcome to the crypto world. <laughs> so you will not be surprised if if um, you wake up and you have, uh, let's say, 60,000 
plus or sixty thousand down or hundred thousand plus or hundred thousand down. It's it's mm. it, it's normal in cryptocurrency. If you told this to to the normal stock stock investing guy that you know they can basically lose or win sixty thousand in a day, <laughs> they'll be like, "Are you are you crazy? Like you know, ten percent or twenty percent? That that's how much." You can make in a in a year. In, in if you make twenty percent in the stock in one year, you must be really, really good at it. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. So not everyone is prepared for those kind of uh, uh, volatility in the markets. Uh, but we are here for the longer long game, not not the short game. So if you if you want to come to the cryptocurrency market for a month or two, I should just say you just forget about it. You should just come for a longer longer amount of period. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, and, uh, and the whole cryptocurrencies, the, it, it has it has its own cycles. It goes in cycles usually every four years. Uh, some people are speculating that we will have a super cycle this time. So basically, it will, will not be uh, Bitcoin will not drop drop as much as it did before. It will not drop like over eighty percent. It might only drop forty to sixty percent, or it might not drop. You know that that even that much. It might just. Um, Keep going, just just continuing, you know, like the stock market. You have growth, growth for like ten years, and then it drops. Mm. So if it, it is really possible, especially with uh, the government spending uh, so much money, it is possible that we might have a super cycle. So we we might only get a small correction. I see. And what's what's that cycle? Why why is it every four years? People are saying there is a cycle every four years. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a coincidence, but the halving happens every four years. So the future supply is cut every four years. Uh, so maybe maybe because of that, the the cycles happens every four years. I I, be, I believe so. Uh, but if you are in it in it for the long game, and as I said, you bought it even at uh, when I was talking to people buy Bitcoin at uh, three thousand six hundred back in March two thousand and twenty, I think it was. Uh, people are laughing. People are laughing. I said it's going to hundred thousand. Nobody listened. Some people listen. They bought it. Three thousand six hundred turned it into into sixty over sixty thousand now. Mm. Wow! So, okay, so can see how much you can make in, in, in looking at the long term. So even those people that bought it at the worst time ever, which was the I think seventeenth seventeenth of December two thousand seventeen, if you bought Bitcoin at around twenty thousand, you are saving profit. Even if you if it went down to three thousand and you you just you just hold to it, now you would have. Um, still, you still, you're still in profit. Yeah, you're still in profit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting when, when we're talking about crypto. Okay. And um, what what platforms are you using? You're using your own platform, or do you using any other platforms where people can find out about cryptocurrency? Yeah. So um, personally, I use uh, Binance and Coinbase. Uh, I think for me, it works best. I started with Coinbase. Uh, from the beginning, because um, normal currencies are called fiat money, and before only fiat Coinbase, fiat only Coinbase, Let yeah. me correct you there. Money is gold and silver. Currency yeah, is fiat. I, I agree. I agree. You're actually right. <laughs> yeah, just a currency. Yeah, it's not money. Yeah, <laughs> it's backed by nothing by government promises, right? Correct. Uh, so yeah, the only gateway to go into crypto. Um, with fiat, you could do it on, on exchanges like Coinbase back in the days when I started. So we had to buy it with Coinbase and then you transfer it to Binance, for example, where you have most of the coins. Most of the coins are on Binance. So mm. for me, it's the best, best exchange with the, with the most coins. So before you could not buy with a pound directly on, coin, on Binance. You had to go to Coinbase 
buy the let's say Bitcoin with pound and transfer Bitcoin to um, to Binance and then exchange it for for different coins. So I use Coinbase and Binance. Um, these are the main main two. Uh, Kraken is another one. Kraken is a very good exchange. Uh, it's one of the exchanges that has never been hacked. Uh, it's very secure. Uh, I don't use it personally. I prefer prefer Binance or Coinbase, but uh, Kraken is, is is also also a good exchange. So I said back in the days you could not like you could not go directly to to some exchanges and and, and just buy um, Bitcoin with pound. There were only certain certain exchanges that that allowed you to do that. And most of the time now you can go to Coinbase and you can buy Cardano, for example, one of my best performing assets. Uh, bought it at three cents. Today it's sitting at around one dollar fifty. You can buy it directly with uh, with pound, for example. Before you had to buy bit anything you want, any smaller coins you had to buy, you you need to buy you had you need to buy first Bitcoin and then you could switch it to other car, other other smaller assets. Now you can buy directly on Coinbase uh, pounds to pounds to exchange pounds to, for example, Cardano or some some other coins. Uh, you couldn't do that before. So. Um, that's about crypto exchanges. Um, next thing, very important, is uh, to keep your coins off the exchange. If you're trading, then you might have to might have to choose a good crypto uh, crypto exchange and just uh, hold it and trade. And you have to take a risk to hold it on the exchange. But the exchange can get hacked. Mm. So the best way to store your crypto is on Ledger Nano S, Tracer. Um, it's like a small memory stick. You just put your coins offline, basically. Nobody can hack it. Unless it's they steal it. Unless they steal it. Uh, if they know the if they know the password device, they can't steal it. Okay. But the exchange is very risky because then many exchanges have been hacked. A very known one, first mm. one of the first exchanges, Madgox. Mm. It was hacked, mm. hacked for thousands of bitcoins. Wow. People still yeah. didn't receive the money. Some of the people are actually um, compulsory holders, I would call them. <laughs> they, they, they could basically, <laughs> they had the money on the Madgox, it was hacked, it went bankrupt, and um, they, they managed to get back some of the coins. Uh, and people, are, when they bought it very cheap, you know, then they're gonna get back now from Madgox, um, they're gonna, refund the, the Bitcoin, but they only receive, I think, 40% of whatever they had because the rest has been stolen. Uh, so they they had to keep it for such a long time. And some of, some of them is actually good because even the 40% will make them, uh, some of them, a millionaires, you know, because uh, they they just had to hold it. They, they didn't have any other choice, basically. So this okay. is why I tell okay. people not to store their cryptocurrency on the exchanges. And you are a passive investor or active investor? Both. Uh, I have certain projects that I've selected even back in 2016, uh, and I just hold it long term. And I also I also trade because trading trading is a, is a very very profitable. Uh, you have to be careful. You know, you need to know what you are doing. There are there are a lot of risks involved in with like leverage trading because you you basically borrow more than than you have you know there are leverages one to 100 sometimes and that's a huge risk i never do that uh, most most of the time if i trade on on leverage i do one one to ten one to twenty leverage um, and you can increase your holdings uh, massively by doing that 
But at the same time, you take a lot of risks. You need to know what you are doing, especially when this uh, manipulation happening right now. Uh, it can go up 10%, down 10%. People are manipulating it. You could be stopped out. Sometimes I believe even the exchanges are doing it to, to liquidate the, the longs or the shorts. Mm. Uh, they make a lot of money from it. Oh, thank you for that. Let's change the topic from crypto and a bit about Damien. So what was the biggest challenges in business for you? Biggest challenges in business? Uh, That's a very tough question. <laughs> very tough question. But I remember at the beginning uh, when I started online florist, for example, the most challenging thing was to raise, raise, raise money, basically. Mm. That was the most challenging, challenging uh, thing. And what I've learned is that you need to network, you need to go to networking events. So, for example, for me, I did whatever it takes to, to get to know people. Uh, when I started Badik in 2014, I was literally attending every single property networking event, every single uh, angel invest, in, investors network. Um, I was out every single day, every single day, networking with people. Um, I took the time to go to United States, for example, to Florida, just to network with people. Mm. Who would do that? Not many people would do that. You have to spend a lot of money. You have to stay in a hotel. You have to fly. You have to take the time. Not many people would do that. I did whatever it took to, to get to know people. And because of that, I went to, to the States so many times. I went to the like business seminars where there are people from 63 countries. Um, I have a huge network at the moment because of that. I went to Canada to network with people. Um, funny enough, um, last time there was an exhibition in Dubai. It was about uh, cryptocurrency and business. And there were six speakers on the stage. And I noticed that there's actually someone I know that I met back in Orlando in 2015. And he was connected to that guy that I follow on, on YouTube. And he's like the uh, role model for me in cryptocurrency, you know? So I sent him a message. I said, what are you doing there? You know, I noticed you with this specific guy. And he said, yeah, I'll hang around with him. So that's, that's how we build network of people. Basically, that's how you, how you build uh, connections. Uh, your network is your net worth. Great, great. Okay, and um, millionaires and entrepreneurs, are they made or born? Definitely made. Uh, made, yeah. <laughs> Definitely made. <laughs> Why? Not, not born. Uh, I mean, unless you, you inherit a lot of money, but yeah. I, would just, I would rather just not inherit the money and just, just do it on my own. So I know, I know what it takes to, to make money and I know what sort of things you need to do to get where you want to be. Uh, if you just inherit a couple of millions or billions, you would probably just go and spend it. You, would, you wouldn't value the money, basically. And for me, starting from, from, from zero, basically, coming to a foreign country with, with no English at all, like I just had to do whatever it takes. I, if I had to knock on the door, door by door, this is what, exactly what I was doing, knocking door by door to people if they're going to sell me the house. Some of them said bad words. I just carry on. I don't take no for an answer. Okay. And... Um... Diversification. I know you are all into crypto now. Uh, do you believe in diversification in businesses and uh, investment strategies? Yes. Yes, I do. This is why I have property. I have cryptocurrency. 
Uh, I'm looking uh, more into gold and silver at the moment uh, because I want to gold. For example, gold has been there for for the last five thousand years, is it something yep. like that? Five thousand years. It's it's uh, it it kept, it kept its value uh, against inflation as well. So I think gold is gold is here. It will always be there, and I want to have. Uh, my eggs in, in different baskets, just in case anything happens. You never know; things can go mm-hmm. wrong. I want to make sure I have property. I want to make sure that I have Bitcoin. I want to have make sure I have gold and silver. Um, and yeah, obviously, I'm very interested in things like watches, uh, things like classic cars. You know, uh, I think art maybe. Uh, I haven't looked into that yet, but yeah, definitely something that definitely. holds value. Yeah, something that holds value, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So pre- wealth uh, preservation, so, which is which is well, every entrepreneur next yeah. thing to do after you become a multimillionaire. Um, exactly. Very before you before you carry on to the next question, a very funny thing I want to tell you is actually from one of the top investors, hedge fund biggest hedge fund managers um, in in the United States. Uh, I actually received some emails uh, because you know I pay for some sub- subscriptions and stuff and. They send me an email saying that most of the institutional investors are switching from from gold to Bitcoin. So before the ratio was uh, one to ten, one in Bitcoin, ten in gold, and now they said they doing the other way around. So ten in Bitcoin, one in gold, which is very surprising. Mm. It's very surprising. Great, great. Um, so let's come back to crypto because um, for my listeners. What is the next project to look out for? There are many different types of projects um, that are good, uh, and they're all different. So, for example, um, smart contracts. You have um, Ethereum, you have Polkadot, we have Cardano. Three, one of the biggest projects. Um, we don't know which one is going to win, but they are all good projects. So that's smart, smart, smart contracts. For example. Uh, in the future, you might be able to um, go and buy, um, let's say, property in uh, on the internet. You can maybe sell one or two percent of your of your house, uh, and then that will be done through the smart contract, basically. So this is this. Is, I think this is the future. Uh, and actually, I've already heard somebody sold an NFT, non fungible token, created non fungible token, and sold his house with the non-fungible token <laughs> which is, is it was very interesting it's already happening it's already happening somebody sold um, it on the on the ethereum network basically so this is uh, the smart contracts then you have um, you have other um coins and projects for example like nfts which is it's a very big topic now uh non-fungible tokens um the central and mana is a very good one uh Mana is basically you create. You can create um, a land. You can create a building. Let's say in Manhattan, and then that that uh, NFT could be used in the games, for example. So you kind of you kind of an owner of a virtual land, if you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, those kids, those TikTok kids, <laughs> you know, they want to own that because they play games, you know. And that mm. land could be so much so valuable. Uh, that's one thing. People selling art uh, through NFT now at the moment. So uh, I think it's a company called I think Chris Christie, something like that. Uh, they're one of the biggest um, art um, art dealers. 
and they sold some of their um, basically art through NFTs. And they even some of some of the art dealers they even burned burned the actual uh, painting, mm -hmm. and they put it on on a, on the market as an NFT, which is a digital. And if you own the own it, it's like if you own the the real thing, but it's a digital thing. And you know they they can do that. There is, for example, there's only one, and then you can verify it through the smart contract. Uh, but you have to again, you have to be careful because, for example, I can take a screenshot of the same of the same uh, artwork, and I can put it like for sale as well. You know, so you need to you need to do your research. So it's 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 very risky. You need to know what that it is coming from the right source, for example. So NFTs. Uh, you have um, other coins like that are insurance companies, uh, like injective protocol. Um, so there are different niches, and obviously DeFi is a is a very big big thing. Uh, it's all built on on the Ethereum Ethereum network. Uh, again, so like as you see, everything is happening on Ethereum. NFT is happening on Ethereum. Uh, DeFi is happening on Ethereum. Um, what is DeFi? DeFi is a decentralized finance. So, by but for example, if I have, even if you have Bitcoin these days, you can wrap it into Ether. It's called a wrap Ether, and you can lend it to somebody, and they'll give you percentage mm. every single every single month, every single year. So that's how you can make uh, passive income for that. And then, so you lend your money, or you can borrow the money um, by using the collateral, for example. So you might have to. If you let's say you have a Bitcoin, you can lend that Bitcoin to somebody, so you get you get money, or you can borrow that Bitcoin uh, and then then make an interest or, on that. For example, if I sold one Bitcoin today and somebody gave me fifty percent because this is fifty percent collateral, I can go and buy another another half of the Bitcoin, and they just pay the interest for the previous Bitcoin, but the interest will be in dollars, not in Bitcoin. So if I lend my Bitcoin that's worth sixty thousand and it goes to half a million, I will still have to pay in dollars the interest, not in Bitcoin. So I can have more Bitcoins. A lot of people are actually doing that. I know MicroStrategy, one of the biggest holders of Bitcoin, they actually um, taking a loan against their Bitcoin. You can do that. So you can have more Bitcoin, but you pay interest in dollars, not in Bitcoin. Do you understand? Yeah, it's it's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. So. Uh, Michael Saylor, which is the co-founder of MicroStrategy, I think the second second biggest holder of, of Bitcoin, he said that he's just gonna he never gonna sell Bitcoin. He'll actually uh, take loans against his Bitcoin to get more Bitcoin. Wow. Okay. Okay. Great. So that means in five years, and that means in ten years. In five years, uh, I definitely want to be in a different country. I'm in London, UK at the moment. Uh, life is great, but I don't like the weather. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking more into countries like uh, US, so which is uh, Miami. Um, I'm looking at Puerto Rico, Cayman, Cayman Island, that sort of places. That's where I want to be uh, in terms of of investments. Uh, I'm looking into buying. Buying companies, uh, I want to. I want to own companies. Uh, my goal is to one day. I'm not sure when it's gonna happen, but I know it's going to happen. I want to take uh, my own company public one day. So that's that's my main goal, uh, and I just want to focus on that. Uh, I'm also involved in two startups. 
when I hold in one of the one of the startup I hold I hold um, uh, majority of of the of the um, of the shares, and in the other one I hold a little bit less. Uh, so that's that's in the pipeline I saw. But I don't really want to talk about it because you know you know how it is with the startups. It might work, it might not work. Um, obviously, cryptocurrency will stay. Forex is definitely staying, and probably I'll probably want to increase my portfolio as well. But right now, for me, it's not the right time. Uh, I put my property investments on hold. Uh, prices are very high. Uh, I think some of the properties are overvalued. Uh, I think it's always good to buy property when you buy it right. So if you get a huge discount, you buy it. <laughs> uh, but I'd rather focus on, on cryptocurrency now because the cycle, I bet, I project that this will end in September or at the end of uh, this year, and then we'll have a bear market for some time. Some people are saying they will have a super cycle. I don't believe that. Mm, mm, great. Well, thank you for that. And uh, how about your lifestyle? What's your lifestyle now? I mean, you you, you moment, you know, whatever you want. You're working pretty much from your laptop. Uh, you know, yeah. collecting huge amount of money into your pocket. So, so what's the lifestyle now? Yeah, I mean, it, it is great. You know, the amount of money uh, that is made for for cryptocurrency is is, is unbelievable. I mean, so many of my friends are like. I have one guy that moved from Switzerland to Poland. He said he's create, he, he made uh, more money in two years than he has ever made. Me, myself, I made, I made more money in those two years, the last two years, than in my entire life, basically. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's the best time to, 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 to be alive, I think. Uh, coronavirus, I mean, there are a lot of, of, of people uh, losing businesses. And I feel sorry for them. I know a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, that lost it. But for me personally, is 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 the best two years. I think it's we have the biggest um, uh, wealth uh, wealth distribution, the biggest uh, wealth transfer in 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 our history. It's it's happening. I think there will be no middle class, and I'll rather be on the rich side, rich side than on the poor side. So I'm just doing whatever it takes to. To make as much money as possible right now, uh, so then I can I can basically do whatever I want, go wherever I want, um, and I just try to focus for the next six months. Uh, focus on the market. I'm not moving anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just staying staying in London. Uh, I might go to Poland for 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 a few weeks, uh, but this is my main focus at the moment. Uh, yeah, so like. In terms of lifestyle, you know, I could go to Miami, no problem, but I would rather be here, don't go for all this quarantine stuff, you know, staying in a hotel, staying in the, taking the test and all that stuff. I don't have time for this, you know? So like for me at the moment is focusing clearly on cryptocurrency uh, until this cycle ends. Uh, and yeah, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. Do you have daily routine or you are you working on your mindset? Is the mindset for you a big thing? Uh, yes, uh, I do. It's not like I meditate, but I, um, I do affirmations, uh, every single day. Uh, um, I use the law of attraction. I think it's very important, but needs to, the law of attraction needs to be followed by massive actions. This is where most of the entrepreneurs are missing. They think, they imagine, they paint the picture, 
but they sit doing nothing. It's, it's not going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. That's what you think. So, yeah, law of attraction, and definitely, um, you need to you need to have a goals. You need to do affirmations, have a structure plan to see and to know where you are going, and you will eventually reach there. If you believe in it, you do whatever it takes, you will reach that goal. So do you uh, have a certain? Also, do you have a certain? Team. Sorry, do you have a certain things during the day that you do? Because as a trader, I suppose you have to be uh, up twenty-four hours a day, isn't it? Not twenty-four hours, but I don't sleep much at the moment, to be honest. Uh, and I stay, I stay very late. Um, there are moments where I go to sleep at four, five o'clock in the morning, for a few hours, four hours, mm. five hours. I wake up and I just keep checking the market. The first thing I wake up, you know, um, obviously I get a breakfast. I check the market. Uh, I check the all the news about cryptocurrency. I check the charts. Um, I just uh, watch um, some of the YouTube YouTube news from from other people because sometimes they know uh, things that. Is not in the news. Sometimes it's through their connections. So, mm-hmm. news, charts, crypto influencers. The, these are the main things uh, when I start the day. Once I once I have that done, uh, I can uh, research new projects um, and then um, just trade the market. Really, um, I also go to the gym every single day. Uh, they reopened, <laughs> so I think uh, your health is your wealth, and you should look after it. If you don't look after it, then it doesn't matter how much money you have. Looking at Steve Jobs, he had all the money, but he didn't have health. It didn't help him. So you need to make sure that you exercise mm-hmm. and you eat the right things as well. Because uh, that can have massive impact on how you function during the day. If you eat bad food, it might have impact on your brain. Yeah. I think yeah. eating clean and exercising is, is very important uh, for for your for your mindset uh for your physical being yeah yeah brilliant brilliant and um top tips for success learn before you earn never give up do not procrastinate do whatever it takes great short simple and to the point i like it i like it okay and uh any books you would recommend for the listeners to read? Any books that resonated with you? Yes, uh, I think my best book is uh, Think and Grow Rich. That's number one. You need to read that. Number two is uh, Rich That, Poor That by Robert Kiyosaki. That is one of the books that wakes you up and you realize what kind of system we are in, what kind of system, was the, how, how it was designed uh that they say you should work for money rather than having money working for you i highly recommend it you need to read that it's a must-have book Mm. you haven't mentioned your book obviously you need to read master the property game how to go from debt to financial freedom um yeah okay brilliant uh we nearly are at the end um just a couple of more questions really so um, we talked about the, the strategies that you're using. Uh, we talked about the, the the lifestyle you have at the moment. Um, 
what's the legacy you want to leave? Uh, I always had that in mind uh, since, since I was quite young. I always wanted to help people. And even when I recommend the projects, I recommend the coins. In, in my mind, it's not about me making money. It's about them making money. I don't know what it is. I'm more happy when somebody else makes money when I, when I do. I don't know what it is, but I want to help people basically. And when they have a sh huge shift in their financial, um, in their the more money they make, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for them. Some of the people I help, they ch change their life basically. Some people, they could buy all the computers, start their YouTube channel. Um, they said their life has changed. I got a couple of, couple of friends uh, that did the same. Um, but the end goal is to have my own um, charity. That's my mm. end goal. I want to help people uh, because if I make the money, I'm not going to take it to the graveyard, am I? <laughs> so uh, charity is the end goal. Wow. And that's great. That's the last year I want to leave. Great, great. Okay, so on that note, uh, where where can people reach out to you? Um, I mean, we're going to mention our uh, info at investingearningliving.com, but if they wanted to reach out to you for any guidance um, or advice, where can they reach you out? Social media or do you have any specific emails? Or Yeah, they can reach me on, on social media. Uh, the most, most of the, on Instagram mainly, because that's where I put mo most of the content and then uh, where I keep, people updated with everything I do. It's the Instagram is the main one. Uh, they can uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, I don't use Facebook that much anymore, but Instagram and Twitter, definitely. Yeah, or they can they can email us at info at, uh, you know, com. So um, on that note, we're gonna do a quick fire round, just a fun round. I don't have any written questions, I'm gonna just Try to I get. love this interview. This interview is so great. <laughs> Good. I love it. One, one last question before fire, quick fire round. Um, what, what people differently? I'm going to ask differently. Uh, tell us something that people doesn't know about Damien, but Damien only knows about it. Give us some secret. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, but not many people know that I work during night and I wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning. And that's my routine. I don't know why I do this, but it, I have a clear mind at night. I think better. Mm. I don't have any distractions. Nobody calls me. Nobody knocks on my door. Nobody distracts my time. It's hundred percent me and my mind and my computer and my thoughts. So you are a crypto vampire. That's it. <laughs> 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 Great. Let's move to the to the quick fire round. It's gonna be quick, simple answers. Uh, just something fun for the listeners. So for yeah. Damien, cars or motorbikes? Cars. Long term relationship or short term relationship? Long term relationship. Cigarettes or alcohol? Alcohol. Are you a uh, heavy drinker or social drinker? Social drinker. Uh, blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Uh, crypto or property? Crypto. Great. And something fun, um, your favorite color? 
Blue. Blue. There you go. Thank you, Damien. You've been a star. Thank you for all the tips. Uh, thank you for all the golden nuggets. Uh, I'm sure the listeners got a huge amount of knowledge from it. Uh, you, you've been absolutely valuable for this podcast. Um, it's meant to be for the beginners and the and the experts in the field. Uh, so I'm sure I'm sure they're gonna listen to it. Uh, and for those who are listening, you'll be able to listen to us on podcast, obviously, and on our YouTube channel. Um, and if you want to contact uh, Damien, you can do it through social media or contact us at info at uh, investingearninglivings.com. Thank you, Damien. And on that Wait. note, uh, thank you for being a great guest and, and uh, lovely to know you as a friend. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it was a great interview. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed the podcast, remember to like and subscribe on your platform of choice. 